Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Amen. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Dream Activation Digital Tour. You can get on the waiting list. It's a pop-up. It pops up randomly. We always sell out faster than anyone can imagine. Get on the wait list. We're going to teach you how to have your dreams, how to, how to interpret your dreams, how to understand your subjective dream codes, what to do when you lose your dream life, or it seems like you can't remember your dreams. All of this and more in the Dream Activation Digital Tour. Get on the wait list, schoolofthespirit.tv slash dream activation. Guys, I'm coming to you live from South Florida this morning. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. You've got three different opportunities every week to position yourselves for transformation by encountering God and His Word. Prophetic worship off the charts. 10.47 a.m., get on over there. If you're not in the region, watch at ahop.online. You want to become a Web Church member, go deeper with us, get official Get into the virtual prophecy rooms, healing rooms, pastoral care, prayer line, virtual life group. It's all virtual, guys. But it's powerful. I'm telling you the truth. It's powerful. People are sitting in testimonies from all over the world, 163 nations streaming on ahop.online. Get in on that. A second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going deeper into the things of God. Our current series is The Voice of God. Sign up today at schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. I want to read to you today from, uh, yes, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, original, the original devotional, my first devotional, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. And today's devotion is titled, Search My Heart for Spiritual Truths. Search My Heart for Spiritual Truths. And here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. I know all your secrets. Would you like to know mine? Hmm. Would you like to know what is in the mind of Christ? Would you like to know what is on Father's heart? I will reveal deep things to you if you seek me. I know Father's deep secrets. Will you seek me for his thoughts? Seek and you shall find, says the Lord. I want you to know the wonderful thoughts and plans Father has prepared for you. Search my heart for spiritual truths and you will find what you seek. Come on, that's a good word. If we want to know something from God, we need to seek his heart, not just his hand. We need to seek his being, his goodness. We need to just seek and search him out. He is not trying to hold back critical information from you. Sometimes he keeps it back from the enemy, but he's not trying to hide it from you. What he wants you to know, he wants you to know. I'm going to say that again. What he wants you to know, he wants you to know. Sometimes we're oblivious. Sometimes we don't hear the voice of God. Sometimes we don't understand the Holy Spirit's language. Sometimes we're not picking up on what he's saying through various modes of prophetic communication, but we must keep seeking. And he rewards those who diligently seek him. The scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever books are sold. Now the prayer starter from the devotional. Yes, I want to know your secrets. I want to know the mind of Christ and the heart of father. Yet apart from you, I can do nothing. 
Will you help me as I commit to seeking the secret things that you want to reveal to my heart? And of course, his answer would be yes and amen. Father, thank you this morning. You are so good. (laughs) You are our God. And we pledge allegiance to you today. We offer up the sacrifice of praise on today. We worship you in spirit and in truth on today. For this is the day that you, the Lord, have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Whatever comes our way, we're going to rejoice. Whatever comes our way, we're going to lift up our voices and cry aloud to the God who sees and the God who saves. Whatever comes our way today, we're going to thank you. We're going to keep a grateful spirit. We're going to have an appreciative heart. Whatever comes our way today, we're going to sing your praises. We're going to cry aloud. We're going to continue in that vein of praise, worship, and thanksgiving because you inhabit the praises of your people. And we need you to come into our presence in a fresh way in a new way. We need you to strengthen our hearts. We need you to strengthen us in our inner man. So we will yet praise you. Though you slay us, we will yet praise you. Though the enemy is attacking, we will yet praise you. Though the circumstances are aggravating, we will yet praise you. Though the addiction is raising, we will raging, we will yet praise you. Though the prodigal doesn't seem to be anywhere in sight, we will yet Yet praise you. Though we lost that promotion to someone who lied on us, we will yet praise you because you inhabit the praises of your people. We, we grow stronger when we praise. Our faith rises when we praise. You tell us in your word that Abraham grew strong as he gave glory to God, as he praised the living king. Abraham's faith continued to rise every time he released his praise. Abraham got stronger in the Lord and the power of his might every time time he worshiped, every time he sacrificed, every time he spoke the word, it renewed his mind. So Father, help us to keep your word in our mouth. Lord, there's many words that come out of our mouth. You tell us in your word that out of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth speaks. So help us do a heart check today by checking on our mouth, by listening to the words that come out of our mouth. God, we don't want to have a heart that's compromised. We don't want to have a heart that's filled with jealousy. We don't want to have a heart full of hatred, a heart full of worry, a heart full of fear, a heart full of doubt, a heart full of unbelief. Would you help us do a heart check today by helping us hear We really want to hear it. We don't listen to ourselves talk sometimes, God. We're listening. We're listening. We're listening. We're listening now, though, God. We're listening. We want to hear the words that come out of our mouth. We want to examine our hearts. We want to see if we are still deep in the faith, trusting you, or if we've gone astray. We can discern it by the words that come out of our mouth. Help us, Lord. Put a magnifying glass on our mouth and help us to see the words, to hear the words, to understand the words and how they affect our lives. Help us to stop complaining, God. We repent of complaining. Come on now. We repent of complaining. That is not 
edifying. Your word tells us to let no corrupt communication come out of our mouths, but only that which edifies other people. Our complaining edifies no one but the enemy. Jesus, help us, Jesus, help us, Lord, not to edify the enemy with our words. My God. I've never seen it that way before. Have you help us, God, to stop edifying the enemy's plans with our words? <laughs> We're building up the enemy's confidence with the complaining words coming out of our mouth. Jesus, we are building up the enemy's bravado because of the words we speak out of our mouth that agree with his plans. We are building the enemy's fortress in our own mind by coming into agreement with his words that he spoke to our soul that we release out of our anointed mouths. We have lent our tongue to the enemy. Jesus. Forgive us, Lord, for lending our tongue to the enemy instead of lending our ear to you so we can hear what you are saying to us. Forgive us, Lord, for lending our ear to the enemy instead of lending our ear to you so we can hear what you have to say. Help us, Lord. We repent. We repent. We repent for lending our tongue to the enemy and lending our ear to the enemy and lending our hands to the enemy. Jesus, help us, Lord, forgive us. Your word tells us that our tongue can set our life on fire. <laughs> it doesn't even say that the enemy sets our life on fire. That's not what your word says. The enemy can't set our life on fire without us lending our tongue to him. He needs that weapon, that little member in our mouth to set the, the, our life on fire. Jesus, I wish I could get somebody to understand this today. Help us, Lord. I'm going to stay right here till everybody gets it. This is too critical. Father, help us to understand that the enemy uses our tongue against us. He uses our wep our tongue as a weapon against us, a weapon of self-destruction. We complain that the enemy comes in with destruction, but we are the ones who lent our tongue to him. It is self-destruction. It is self-destruction. We have destroyed ourselves. We have destroyed our marriages. We have destroyed our economy. We have destroyed relationships. Relationships. We have destroyed career aspirations with our tongue. We lent the tongue to the enemy and the enemy weaponized our tongue against us. And that is why we find ourselves in much of the trouble, not all, but much of the trouble, not all of it, but much of the trouble we find ourselves in is because we gave, we yielded, we, 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 we handed our tongue over to a wicked spirit and we allowed the demon power to influence our tongue. Power of death and life are in the tongue. So forgive us, God, for allowing the enemy to weaponize our tongue, to use it against us. Out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. So somehow we've got a heart issue. Somehow we've got some kind of issue in our heart that continues to push forth these words that don't edify you and don't edify us, but they edify the enemy's plans in our life. Help us, Lord, to look deeper than our mouth, to look at the source, which is our heart, 
Help us, Lord. Your word says to guard our hearts with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. So out of our heart flow the issues of life. Out of our heart flow words that don't agree with God or that do agree with God. Out of our heart flows all sorts of things. So help us to guard our heart. Help us to see what's in there that is that is causing our, us to be so negative. Help us to see what's in our heart that's causing us to be so doubtful. Help us to see what's in our heart that's causing us to be so bitter. Help us to see what's in our heart that causes us to want to quit and give up so easily on your promises. Help us to see what's in our heart that causes us to be depressed and anxious. Help us to see what's in our heart. Because once we hear the words coming out of our mouth, we've diagnosed our heart. Once we hear the complaining coming out of our mouth, we've diagnosed our heart. There's ingratitude there. This is one example, guys. Father, help us, all of us who complain. Help us to understand that what's in our heart is ingratitude. What's in our heart, the complainer's heart, is got a stronghold or a trickled or a, a, a smidgen, whatever level of ingratitude. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. To help us, Lord, examine our hearts and show us anything that hinders love. Because a heart full of gratitude doesn't complain. A heart full of love doesn't curse people. A heart full of peace doesn't release words of worry. A heart full of uh, joy doesn't release words of fear. So, Father, we need you to work on our heart today. You, man looks at the outward appearance. Many people think, oh, Sally's got it all together. Because they see the Gucci and they see the, 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 the fine clothes and the, the perfect makeup and uh, the, 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 the eyebrows that are on point and the hairstyle that just, man, Sally looks good on the outside until she opens her mouth. And then you begin to see what's on the inside. Then you begin to see what's hindering Sally. Then you begin to see what's holding her back. Then you hear the complaints and you realize something's wrong here. You hear the bitterness of this of the speech and you realize Sally's got some unforgiveness. You hear the fear and the anxiety and you realize Sally doesn't trust the Lord. You hear all of this stuff coming out of Sally's mouth and you can diagnose Sally, but can you diagnose yourself? I said, it's easy to diagnose Sally. It's easy to diagnose other people. It's easy to diagnose what's wrong with your brother, with your friend, with your husband. It's easy to see what's in their heart. It's easy to hear the words coming out of their mouth, the power of death coming out of their mouth. But can we diagnose ourselves? Help us, Lord. Show us what is in us that is hindering the move you want to release through us. Help us, Lord. Show us what is in us that is hindering the move that you want to release through us. Show us what is in us that is hindering the move that you want to release through us. Jesus, help us today. We want to shift atmosphere. We want to walk in the miracle realm. We want to walk in glory manifestations. We want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We want to prophesy. But how can we prophesy glory and prophesy with accuracy? How can we move in the spirit with pinpoint precision 
when our heart is defiled, when our heart is compromised, when we've got bitterness in there and offense in there and unforgiveness in there and fear and anxiety and depression in there. Father, deliver us today. Deliver us today. Deliver us today from every tie that binds. Deliver us today. Father, we can't deliver ourselves. All we can do is agree with your leadership. We can't deliver ourselves. We can't, we don't have the power in ourselves. In other words, we're reliant on the power of the Holy Spirit, who, yes, dwells within us to deliver us from the inside out. Jesus. Father, deliver us from the inside out. Deliver us from the inside out. So many times we, we read self-help books. So many times we seek deliverance in outside places when the deliverer lives on the inside of us. And yes, sometimes we do need deliverance ministers to help us because we can't see things. We don't discern things. But Lord, we know that you discern everything. So we're asking you today to deliver us from the inside out. Come on, somebody get on board with this. Father, deliver us from the inside out. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. You delivered Jesus from death itself. The spirit that cast the demons out of Mary Magdalene dwells within us. Jesus is the deliverer who works by the finger of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is still the deliverer. The spirit of Christ dwells in us. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. The deliverer is in us. The power for the deliverer uh, tapped into to, uh, to deliver the captives and set the captives free dwells within us. So deliver us from the inside out, God. We're asking you. We don't even know. We don't even need to know what you're delivering us from. It, it might be nice, but we just want to be free. We don't need to have our intellect tickled. We don't need to have a, a deep explanation to our reasoning. We just want to be free. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord. Deliver us, Lord, for your glory. Deliver us, Lord, for your glory. Deliver us, Lord, for your glory. Deliver us from the inside out. We thank you. We praise you. There's no other God like you. No other God who's mighty to save, mighty to heal, mighty to examine our hearts. Come on. God's been doing some heart surgery this morning. Will you yield to that? I know that all of you listening to the sound of my voice, you want, to, you want to be closer to God. You want to fulfill your destiny. You want to walk in your highest calling. I know that you do. That's why you're on this broadcast. And God is saying just, you know, trust me. You can't deliver yourself. It's only my power that delivers you. You can't clean yourself up. I am the one who consecrates you. You can't lift yourself up. I'm the one who promotes you. You can't move in signs and wonders without my anointing. I am the one who anoints you. And the Lord is saying, lean into me, into my heart, into my way, into my thoughts. And let me do in you what I want to do. Let me have my way in you, says the Lord. Stop trying to work out your own salvation without my spirit. You can't do it without me, says God. You can do nothing. You are completely dependent on me. Learn that. Know that. Understand that. Get that revelation and you will find greater freedom than you've ever known, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Help us to see our utter dependence upon you. It's your power. Even if we're doing self-deliverance, it's your power. 
that's delivering us. It's by your leadership. We are utterly dependent on you completely for everything, for all of it. We are the branches and you are the vine. The branch is completely dependent on the vine. The branch can't bear fruit without the life force, the sap that comes from the vine. Help us, Lord, to stop trying to produce fruit apart from you because that fruit will not remain. We want to produce fruit that remains. That means it must come from the lifeblood of Jesus. It must come from the uh, trickled, from the flood, from the rivers of the Holy Ghost. Help us today, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Guys, share this quickly on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Tag somebody. Ping somebody. We're going to step into our next segment on shedding light on the enemy's plots. You can't produce fruit on your own. That's the deception. Somehow we think <laughs> we can do it on ourselves. We didn't get saved on our own, but somehow we think we can walk in the spirit on our own. It takes God to love God. It takes the Holy Spirit to walk in the spirit. The enemy has deceived us and our prideful flesh is so stubborn. It doesn't want to yield sometimes and. It's just not the way it works. We can do nothing. We are the branches. He is the vine. There's nothing we can do. The, the branches can do nothing without the vine. Think about it. The tree, the oak tree, it's those roots that feed the whole tree. There could be no apples on the tree without the healthy root system. God wants to root us and ground us in him in such a deep way that we finally get it. And then we bear much fruit and then fruit that remains. Share this really quickly, guys. Let's get up to this next section. I want to read you a scripture. I'm going to read you the scripture in Psalm 35, verse 20. Psalm 35, verse 20. And this is a Psalm of David. And he says, they don't talk of peace. Let me go back to verse 19. He says this, don't let my treacherous enemies rejoice over my defeat. Don't let those who hate me with a cause gloat over my sorrow. They don't talk peace. They plot against innocent people who mind their own business. Are you seeing that? They plot against innocent people who mind their own business. Some of you. The last time the enemy attacked you, you were minding your own business. You weren't in sin. You weren't doing anybody any harm. You were maybe just even on vacation. I don't know. You were, you were minding your own business. You were walking in peace. You weren't bothering anybody. You weren't betraying anybody. You weren't condemning anybody. You weren't harming anybody. You were living peacefully with people as far as it depends on you. And here is this enemy Plotting against you all the while, you didn't discern it. It was a season of rest, and you didn't discern the enemy was plotting against you during your season of rest. Are you following me? We must understand that the enemy has plots and plans that he devises against you. The Bible says, do not be ignorant of the devil's devices. Okay, he plot the part of his plot contains his devices. Look at the plot of a movie. 
right? When you first start watching a movie, they're, they're still laying out the plot. There's really no action. You don't know what's going to happen. But the enemy has a demonic storyline he's trying to play out in your life. He's got a plot for the next season of your life. He's got an attack in mind. That should not scare you. It should bring righteous indignation into your soul because you can dismantle the plot. You can expose it. The Holy Spirit wants to warn you. He shows you things to come. The question is, are we listening to him? Are we paying attention or are we oblivious to what the Lord is saying and doing in our midst until it comes to the point where, listen, I'll tell you what, once the enemy begins to manifest his plot, you won't be oblivious anymore. You'll be in the throes of warfare. So what we want to do is expose the plot before it manifests. Are you listening to me? We want to be so keen in the spirit that we expose the plans before they have the opportunity to be executed, kind of like the government, and they'll expo expose terrorist plots. You've heard of that. They foil the enemy. They determined ahead of time what the plan was and shut it down so that it never happened. That is how we need to be. We need to have our, we have our own central intelligence agency. It's called heaven, the Holy Ghost, the, 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 the Father God and Jesus Christ, the angels, they're all there. These angel messengers can bring you messages. Holy Spirit's trying to talk to you. We need to stop being victimized and we need to start walking with the victory mindset and get to so close to the Holy Ghost where we begin to discern the plot before it even is released. You ever watched a movie and you're like, oh yeah, I know where this is going. Oh, this is predictable. You ever watched a movie and you just knew what was going to happen next? That's how keen we need to get in the spirit that we know the enemy's next move before he makes it. You understand? Are we in agreement today? So father, in the name of Jesus, we're asking you to help us to, to, to discern the enemy's plots because we know he's plotting. We're not afraid of that. We have authority over him. We're not, it doesn't make us nervous. It doesn't make us sweat. We're trying to stay three steps ahead of the enemy. So help us, Lord, because we know he's plotting. He might not be plotting something for next week. But he's plotting something for some time. He's plotting something that he wants to release at the opportune time. So help us, Lord. Make us more sensitive to your spirit. Increase our discernment. Give us a love for your word, which renews our mind. Because the enemy's plot is often hatched in our mind. I said the enemy's plot is often hatched in our mind. So help us, Lord, to guard our hearts, to guard our mind, to gird up the loins of our mind, like Peter said, to put on that helmet of salvation that guards our mind so that when the enemy comes with the whispers, the vain imaginations, that we discern it, that we cast it down, that his plots cannot be hatched in our soul, that we would not come into agreement with our mouth. Help us, Lord. We need to be diligent. We need to have our eyes wide open in the spirit so that we can see your glory. And while we're gazing at your beauty, you will show us the plot of the enemy. You will give us a heads up 
You will help us to see what the enemy doesn't want us to see. Thank you, Lord, that you help us to see what the enemy doesn't want us to see. Help us, Lord. Thank you that you'll help us to see what the enemy does not want us to see. We give you praise and we give you honor. We glorify your name today because you are the God of the heads up. You are the God of the breakthrough. You are the God who's given us weapons, given us strategies throughout scripture. You've shown us ways to win. And your ways are not just higher than our ways. Your ways are higher than the enemy's ways. Hallelujah. Your ways are not just higher than our ways. Your ways are higher than the enemy's ways. Come on. That's a good word. We thank you. We praise you today, God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Come on, somebody thank him. Somebody thank the Lord. He is good. There were so many nuggets dropped on this broadcast today. If you're just coming in, you're going to want to go back and watch and listen again because there was a lot of nuggets. I was trying to write them down as I was getting revelation, just new ways to look at truth. It's the same truth, but new ways to see things. Sometimes you've heard things a million times, but if you hear it a different way, you look at it from a different perspective, you suddenly get a revelation. You ever been in your house and you know, you've lived in your house. I remember I moved in this house a few years ago and about a year after I lived in this loft, I saw up in the corner, this red sort of paint, like spray paint. And there was like this word spray painted up there. And I'm like, Whoa, I hadn't seen that before. And I thought that's just the devil. That's some kind of demonic thought. I know what it was. I, I, the inside of my loft is brick, concrete exposed brick uh, as walls. And, and I didn't know what it was. And I told one of the young men in the church, I said, I don't know what that is. I was having a conversation. I said, I don't know what that, I said, there's something written up there. He said, Oh no, that's just the markings from when they're building uh, units, they actually leave these markings to align it and stuff. And I'm like, okay, as long as it's not demonic, but I hadn't, the point is I hadn't seen that. I lived here a year or so before I even saw it. So in other words, if you can get a fresh perspective, if you can look at something from a different angle, if somebody can explain a truth to you in a different way, sometimes something that seemed familiar, you can get a deep revelation about it that sets you free. You got it. So look for the fresh perspectives. Ask God constantly, give me a fresh perspective. Help me look at this in a different way. Because we get so familiar with the word. And it's good to be familiar with the word in the sense of, um, you know, that you know what the word says. But we can also just skim right over it. We can read the Sermon on the Mount, you know, over and over again. And somehow we just, we already, we already think we know what it says. And it's dangerous to have that mindset. We already think we know what the word says. Yes, we might know what it says, but what else does it say? We might know what it says, but what else does it say? For example, I was reading in scripture about how John the Baptist, uh, not John the Baptist, John the Baptist's father, when he didn't believe that his wife Elizabeth was going to get pregnant, the Bible says the angel struck him dumb. I mean, struck him, yeah, struck him mute so he couldn't speak. And at the end of the pregnancy, when John the Baptist was born, you know, his mother said, we're going to name him John. And, Zach, and, and, and they said, well, there's nobody in your family named John. So they signed to Zechariah and said, what do you want to call him? And he got a piece of paper and a pen or a scroll and a, 
you know, however they wrote that back in the, and he said, his name is John. And then his tongue was loose. Well, guess what? I never saw it before, but he was also deaf. All these years I've read that scripture. All these years I've read about how Zechariah was struck dumb. So he couldn't speak against the plan of God and the Lord showed me, but he was also struck deaf. They, they had for nine months and eight days, he was deaf and all the people knew he was deaf. That's why they're signing to him. He, they, he, they knew that he could not hear them. That's why they were signing to him. And the Lord showed me not only did the angel strike him dumb so he couldn't speak, but the angel struck him deaf so he couldn't hear anybody else's negativity. Because many times people, we share our dream with them and they're negative. God didn't want him to hear any voice but his. God didn't want him to speak anything out of the will of the Lord. And you know what? I've read that so many times. I've read that scripture for years. <laughs> and it's because God did not want him hearing anybody else's negativity. And I, and I went and read the commentaries. I'm like, why did I not see that? Essentially, many times in the Bible, you'll see deafness and mute together in a package. So when he was struck mute, he was struck deaf. He didn't want Zechariah to hear any, any, any voice except his own. So he struck him deaf as well. Amen. Some, maybe some of y'all need to be struck. Oh, no. I didn't say that. No, Lord. Amen. You get it? That's what I'm saying. Don't get too familiar with the word. Look at it from a different angle. Pray before you read scripture. Amen. Amen. Listen, guys, just real quickly, if you want to sow today, if this broadcast is helping you, if it's fueling your spiritual growth, you know, we sow where we're fed and your tithes go to your church. But if you want to uh, give an offering today, we want to spend the next 10 seconds telling you how to do that. You can go to jenniferleclair.org slash missions and sow straight to the missions arm. Uh, we just sowed that $15,000 right into the Ukrainian orphanage, uh, one of the major orphanages there, Christian orphanage. Uh, we did that with your help. You also sowed 5000 and we double matched that and gave 15000 uh, as well. Uh, but we do things like that. If you want to sow into missions, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. You can see many of the initiatives that we're involved in there. You can also just sow uh, into our uh, general fund at Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. What is it? Venmo. Venmo is at jenniferleclair. Venmo is at jenniferleclair. You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You can sew through Facebook stars and YouTube stickers. And remember, guys, the Awakening Coffee that's another way you can sow into the ministry. All of that goes straight into charity. Awakeninghouseofprayer.com slash coffee. If you're like, well, you know, I'd, I'd like to get that coffee. Amen. We're doing pre-orders right now because we've just launched as of the time of this recording. And we're trying to find out which ones you want, the, the which which uh, blends you want. We've got the Warriors blend, the Watchman blend, and the, the Glory blend, Morning Glory blend. So check that out. And Father, I thank you for these offerings. I thank you for the seed, and I ask you to bless it and multiply it back to the givers. You are an awesome God, and we love you. We thank you that you are a provider, and you will provide all of our needs. 
according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. God qualifies you. We equip you. Join the movement. We're about to do some really cool stuff. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Our heart is to see revival and awakening in the nations. We're in about 40 nations currently. Maybe your nation could be next. We need prayer hubs in cities all over the world. So please consider prayerfully joining a hub in your city or starting one or sponsoring one. We have a lot of uh, third world nations looking to spot, uh, looking to launch hubs, but they need sponsors. So please uh, consider joining that movement. You know we need prayer in the earth. I'm telling you, it's just going to get darker, but we will walk in the light. Darkness, gross darkness will cover the earth, but the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the water covers the sea. But this darkness is coming first, and we need to be prayed up for ourselves. We need to be part of the solution. You can't pray away the end times, but you can pray through the end times, and you can have preservation. We can see there's going to be a great awakening. There's going to be a great revival. How dark it has to get first, I do not know, but we need to be praying for the awakening for the souls. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. You can find where all the prayer hubs are at awakeningprayerhubs.com slash find a hub. There's so many of them that I cannot remember where they all are. Thank you, Lord. All right, guys, I'm going to run. It's been good hanging out with you. I will see you on the other side. Have a breakthrough day.